everyone. Welcome to Ujima TV. I'm Demita, your host, and today we have a great show lined up. We're here at the Strengthening Minds office where they teach tutoring to, to school-aged children. So if you're a parent and you have a child in school and they may need some help with their academics and you want them to excel a little bit more in school, this is the show for you. So when we come back, we're going to meet Rhonda Demps, who is the owner of Strengthening Minds, and she's going to talk about her services and we're going to learn about how we can help your child excel. So stay tuned and we'll be right back. high school students drop out every school day. Let's catch them before it's too late. To start helping students in your community, visit boostup.org. Welcome back, everybody. You're watching Ujima TV, and I'm here with Rhonda Demps, who owns Strengthening Minds Tutoring. And we're going to be speaking with her today about her services. So I want to say thank you and welcome to the show. Thank you. Thank you for having me. Great. So we're going to get started. Um, I wanted to talk to you about how did you start your journey in, in, in becoming an educator? For me, it was back in 1998. Um, I graduated from local colleges here at Houston Tillerson. Okay. Um, went into the school system, began teaching fifth grade. I taught special education. After being in education for a couple of years, decided that students needed a little more support outside of the classroom. Yes. So this is where I started my journey with Strengthening Minds. Okay. And so that led you to starting Strengthening Minds. How long have, have you had your company? We've been here. I've had Strengthening Minds since uh, 2000. Okay. Um, we started out as Dimps Tutorials and then transitioned into Strengthening Minds as we grew and um, built our clientele because that's really what we're doing is strengthening students' minds. Right. Right. And, and what is your, your mission with, with Strengthening Minds? For us, it is to improve education for kids, build their self-confidence, mm -hmm. Um, allow them to feel empowered with their education. A lot of times in the classroom there's so many students that they don't feel that empowerment. Mm -hmm. So being able to work with them on, at a smaller level, lower okay. level, allows them to build that self-confidence. Okay. And I know um, with so many you know, tests that students have to take and there, mm -hmm. there's all kinds of other distractions, how um, how do you help students move ahead, um, and what classes do you provide here at Strengthening Minds? Strengthening Minds work with students with reading. We work with math. Um, we work with students who have learning disabilities. A lot of our kids have learning disabilities, um, ADHD. And our classes are, um, we use them one-on-one. -on -one. Oh, okay. We do small group. Um, and so we tailor it more to how the student, what, what's best for the student when okay. they come in. Okay. And do you have volunteers that help or are you trying to cover like a whole 
many, uh, a whole array. Yeah. No, we have volunteers that come in um, on some occasions. Okay. I have a tutor that I hired that comes in and work with some okay. of the students, okay. and then a lot of the teaching I do myself. Okay. Okay. And so where where does the parent fit in? I know one of the things that I reason why I wanted to to talk to you and bring the show to the community is because I know that parents need help in, you know, helping their children learn. How does the parents fit into your model? We take the parents and we just provide information for them. Um, we have a blog page, we have Facebook, and just giving parents as much information as we can about education and helping them feel comfortable with interacting with the school. A lot of times parents are not comfortable interacting with the school and they're not aware of what's going on. Okay. And when the um, I know that just knowing that, you know, the math has changed and different subjects around reading, um, are there special kinds of ways that you teach a child, let's say for instance, um, reading. Mm -hmm. Is there a special, depending on the child I know, but is there a way that you help a child learn to read? Is there a technique or? We use various techniques. Um, They're hands-on, we try to teach them hands-on and teaching them rules of reading because there really are rules to reading and if they learn those rules to reading that they grow in their reading, we make it multi-sensory so that they're learning from more than just sitting and reading a book. You know, okay. it's a hands-on, they may move around, looking at characters, um, completing activities okay. that are connected to the reading. Okay, um, and I, I hate to keep asking this, but can you give like a concrete example so a parent would kind of know what you mean by um, showing them how to, I mean, how do you use those techniques? Like, For example, who were reading a story um, about a character, the student will read the story, um, and then we go through one activity we do is a foldable. Okay. So we take the character and we pull apart what is actually going on in that story. So they create a foldable, and in that foldable they pull out information. Um, the main idea, who the main character is, okay. what are some things that that character is saying, helping them really unlock what's going on and what they're reading. Okay. Oh, which is really important. Yes, because I know when I was young and I was reading, one of the things my mother always asked me, do you understand what you just read? Right, because no. a lot of times the kids, they know how to read words on a page, but if they can't explain what they just finished reading, then they're not really reading. They're right. really reading words, words. off that's the page it. because yeah. you have to be able to pull out that information. Yeah, well, that's yes. that's great. Okay, um, so again, you've been here for a while, and um, yes, what other type of um, things do you provide, services do you provide? We provide services for students with dyslexia. A okay. lot of times in the schools, They don't say dyslexia. They say that the students have um, a disability in spelling or reading or writing. That's a student who needs a different type of education, a different type of learning. They need multisensory techniques to help them learn. Um, A lot of times in the schools, they don't get that. They get a lot of the preparing for the test. Mm -hmm. Um, And so they're not really provided strategies for their reading. So we provide that. We provide STAR boot camps where we okay. help the kids with the standardized test that's coming up. Um, we recently completed one um, for reading and math. Okay. We also have a summer program mm-hmm. that we will be offering this summer. And during our summer program, we work with the kids on their reading, their writing, and their math. And then we take educational field trips. 
We go to the library weekly. So it's just keeping them in the education environment and keeping Mm -hmm. them growing educationally during the summer because they do lose a lot if they sit around. Right. Mm -hmm. And I I remember um, when I was involved uh, with the school district uh, with students, you know, parents worried about their children, you know, regressing during the summer. So having a place to send your child Mm -hmm. to help keep that going is is very good. Yeah. So, okay. Um, So can you, can you, Maybe go back and explain what dyslexia is so maybe some parents may not know that their child Mm -hmm. has that issue. Mm -hmm. Dyslexia, it is um, a disability that affects students' spelling, their reading. A lot of times, the myth was that dyslexia was when kids were reading words backwards. Mm -hmm. Well, it's not that kids are reading words backwards. If you have a child who is still struggling to read, who is not reading fluently, meaning they're having to decode every other word that they're reading, Mm -hmm. um, their spelling is bad, they have bad spelling regardless of how many times you tell them how to spell a word or you show them, you know, how to do it, a lot of times that's manifested in that. If you have um, a child who learned, started speaking late in mm-hmm. life um, is an indication that they will struggle with their reading. Okay. And so that has to do with dyslexia. Mm-hmm. And it just, for them, it just means that they need a different strategy or technique in helping them learn. They're more verbal. Okay. So they do, if you have a child that you ask them to read something and they can't go back and tell you what they read, but if you read it aloud to them and they can tell you exactly what's going on, that's the indication that you may have a child with dyslexia. Okay. Well, we're going to take a break. And when we come back, I want to talk a little bit more about tutoring and about your services. And then we'll go from there. So stay tuned, everybody. We'll be right back. GED diploma, the barriers in your life fall. Take the first step and get free GED information in your area at 1-877-38-YOUR-GED or yourged.org. Earn your GED diploma and begin your brighter future. gonna go to college yes no you will go to college 
Bear Tomorrow depends on your words today. We're back, and I'm still here with Rhonda Dimps with Strengthening Minds Tutoring. And so we're going to continue our conversation about tutoring because I think it's very important that parents hear about this service because a lot of children need assistance outside of their classroom, and this is one way that um, you know students can be reached and helped to excel in school. So Rhonda, I wanted to ask you, um, what is the advantages of tutoring? For the student who is in the classroom who struggles, being able to have that small group and that one-on-one attention to build their self-confidence is a huge advantage yes. for tutoring. And as much as the teacher may try in the classroom, when there are 18 to 25 kids in the classroom, they don't get that um, you know, they don't get that attention and that one-on-one -on -one or that small group. And a lot of times our kids are asking for help when they say they don't understand things and, you know, they're not given that opportunity to be able to improve. Mm -hmm. So it's important that we catch kids early because when they begin struggling early in school, that fight and that struggle gets worse as they get exactly. older. And so the objective is to you know, counteract that before it becomes a problem. Okay. And what, what size class do you have here at Strengthening Minds? Here we work with the students. Our small group, we work with the kids, and it's a, uh, three students to one teacher. Okay. Because I feel like that's a small enough group that each student is able to get that personal yeah. attention. We also have where it could be a one-on-one. -on -one. Okay. So it kind of depends on what that student is needing, how much support they're needing, and what the parent is looking for. Okay. Um, we, you know, we just try and work with the family to see what's going to be best for the child. Right. And uh, what ages? We work with kids anywhere from kindergarten. We have we've added on high school. Our specialty is kindergarten through middle school, and so we've added on high school, and we're working with high schoolers, and then we are working with adults who are dyslexic because, okay. you know, dyslexia is a pretty new, um, it's not new, but new to people understanding what it is and realizing that they have reading disabilities, and so being able to work with adults right. um, to get them into the workforce and build up their reading skills for the workforce. Okay. And talking about what, what the kids learn as far as the tutoring with math and reading, I guess the parents are getting recommendations from the school saying, I, I guess with their report card, you can pretty much see what, where they need help. And that's where the parent comes to you and determine this is what, and so is that where you start the process? The process starts a lot, the child is struggling in school, and usually a parent has been um, made aware of that way before report card times come oh, out yeah. or you can tell it in homework if you have a child that you're struggling every night to get homework done and you know that it's homework that they should be able to do without your assistance right. that they should be able to do because the work that they're bringing home is um, review work it's not work that's brand new for them so that's an indication that they may need a little extra support okay. um, a lot of times when there's tutoring is being offered at school and they say they're getting tutoring at school, mm -hmm. it's really that they're getting reinforcement for taking the test. And that's totally different. 
Exactly. It's totally different. Tutoring is being able to take concepts and skills where kids are struggling and show them strategies and techniques to help them build those skills. Right. Tutoring in the school system is set to help kids pass the test, and it's it's the same routine. Mm-hmm. So if you find that you have your child has been attending tutoring at school and still your child is failing in the classroom, that's an indication that they probably need a little smaller group and a little more um, intensive right. work right. on their education. That they're probably not that they won't get in school because the school system um, doesn't care, but because they have a different focus. Yeah. And at Strengthening Minds, we do utilize the TEKS for knowing the skills and objectives for keep teaching kids because that's what the state requires. Right. Um, and so it's very important that they learn those. And once they learn those techniques and they um, reinforce those, then they usually have an easier time going back into class. Okay. Now, I know we've been speaking for a while, and I, I should have asked you before, but um, a parent may be listening. They're like, oh, she sounds, you know, she's saying what I need to hear. What, what is your, I mean, I know you're a teacher. Mm-hmm. Can you talk a little bit about your education as far as what, you know, you what you do besides strengthening minds? Well, I am a teacher in the school district, in the AISD school district, Um, and I work with, in the school district, I work with at-risk youth who um, are struggling in school. They have behavior concerns, and they're being placed in an alternative education, and so I go in and teach those students um, during the school day. And then outside of that, my background in education, I have my bachelor's, and I have a master's. I have my master's in administration. So I have been an administrator um, on the elementary campus um, as an assistant principal. So I've had 15 years in education. I've taught special education. My major was special education. Okay. And so my minor is in regular education. So you have the experience and you know kind of what students are going through on an everyday basis because you're there. Right. So it's not like you're just, you see it. Right. I see it on a daily basis. And, you know, that was one of the things that really um, helped to prompt me starting a tutoring service, because a lot of times parents don't have a place to go. We have the big chain tutoring services that are very, you know, costly. They're very costly. And so for Strengthening Minds, the goal is to keep it reasonable Mm -hmm. so that parents can afford it and to be here in the community for our parents. I like that. Okay, and I wanted to go back a little bit because I know the term ADHD is pretty mainstream. A lot of people use it, you know, on TV, you know, and so can you, we had kind of mentioned that earlier. Can you kind of explain um, what that is and how you're able to help those students that are, are, you know, labeled, for lack of a better word, ADHD? So ADHD is an attention deficit And there's two kinds. There's ADHD, and that's with hyperactivity. And then there's ADD, and that's without the hyperactivity, but it's an attention deficit disorder. And so what happens is a lot of times you see with the hyperactivity is that the kids have a hard time with focusing. So, again, if you have heard from the school that your child has a hard time with focusing, that may be an indication that you may need to seek some support for ADHD for that child. Now, ADD is 
the same type of disability, but you may find a kid who is very, a lot of times they get labeled as lazy in school, oh, okay. you know, but it's not that they're lazy, it's just that attention deficit, they don't stay focused long mm -hmm. enough. And so, you know, it may come across as daydreaming, okay. it may come across as, you know, they're not interested in what they're doing, but that's just a part of that disability. And there are ways to work with kids with those disabilities um, once they're diagnosed with them. And a lot of it is using, um, they do well with using uh, like point sheets or making sure you map out what they do step by step. A lot right. of times they need maybe a calendar, okay. you know, a checkoff list for, okay, I did this, I know this has to be done, to be able okay. to, you know, stay focused and keep on track with what they need to do. Okay. Mm -hmm. Right. Um, so I want to mention again your summer program because we're going to be going into summer fairly soon and a lot of kids are going to be out and trying and parents are going to be looking at what it is I need to do for my child in the summer. Can you go over again the type of services that you will provide during the summer program? Yes, so we will have a summer program and it starts at 7.30 a.m. because we know parents have to get to work yes. and they're here until 5.30 p.m. Oh, and so okay. they're all day and what we do is we work on their reading, they work on math, they work on their writing and we try to build those skills and reinforce those skills so that they don't lose it because they do lose about yes. two months worth of time um, academically during the summer if they're just idle and yeah, not doing yeah. anything. Right. Right. And so we um, take them on field trips, educational field trips to help them, you know, just reinforce. Now in the schools they don't do as many field trips because yeah. of the budget constraints and things. So we try to make sure that they're going on a field trip every week. Okay. They attend the library weekly. Because it's important that they build up that reading skill. Yes. We have um, community people that come in and they do, um, we have guest speakers that come in and do different activities okay. with them during the summer. Okay. So it is an all-day program and we usually fill up pretty fast so, okay. because it's one of those things that parents understand that yes, their kids are going to have fun during the summer, right. but they're going to be reinforcing that academic portion that they may have struggled Just with. Did. And so our registration is open for that, and you know we'll give them information on yes, contact yeah. and how to get involved in that. Okay, that sounds good. And is uh, the ratio, the teacher ratio to students? Is, does it change, or is it because you have more students? Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. What is the ratio to teacher to student? You know, when we're here for the summer program, we don't really have a student to teacher ratio. Okay. We just have we have people who are working in the program okay. um, and we're, we're just all together because okay. every student is learning at their level. Okay. So they're working on, if I have a first grader, they're working on first grade or they're working on something they may have missed the year before. Okay. So it's always a mixture of what's going on and so there are plenty of adults around to help and so okay. we just divvy up the groups and decide who's going to do what and okay. go, go from there. Okay. So is there anything else that you would like for the community to know before we wrap up? And then I wanted to make sure that you give your uh, email address so that people can con or your website so okay. that people can contact you and hopefully, you know, really use your program to help excel their students. Yeah, well, I just want parents to feel comfortable getting support for their kids. I think it's very important that parents understand that when your kids are telling you that they're struggling or when the school is telling you that your kids are struggling, that is the time to get that support because 
although I'm an educator, I have three children and it is very difficult to teach my own children. Right. So it, a lot of times we think that we're doing our kids yes. a service by trying to educate them. And in the long run, it really doesn't turn out that way. <laughs> Not that we're trying to hurt them, but it yeah. just doesn't turn out that way. Right. A lot of times they listen better. So just you know, being open to getting support. You can call us for a consultation. Um, we do attend meetings at the school with okay. notice. We'll attend um, parent conferences. We'll attend ARDS for okay. kids who may be um, being evaluated for special education or special services. Or if you just want us to go to the school and visit to kind of see what's going on, whether okay. it be seeing how the child is acting right. or just kind of seeing what's going on in the classroom. We do those visits. Okay. And so what is your website? And our website is smtutoring.biz. Okay. And my email is Rhonda at smtutoring.biz. And we're located at 8101 Cameron Road, Suite 204. Okay. And that's Austin. And the number is 512-317-1858. Well, Rhonda, this has been a great conversation. Um, I think it's going to benefit a lot of parents in our community and students. Yes. And I'm so glad that you took time out of your day to, to spend time with me. I really appreciate it. And um, when we return, um, we're going to close out the show and we're going to say goodbye to Rhonda. And we'll, we'll be back in just a second. And 30. Yo, hey, Allison. What's going on? Working on my free throws. Just sunk 30 straight. 30? That's not possible. <laughs> Maybe not possible for you, but I've been practicing. Step back and give me the rock. Okay. Mm-hmm. Nice. One. Two. Eleven. You know what's harder when people are watching? <laughs> Hey, you know, 11's not that bad. All you need are a few pointers. Thank you. Are you a free throw expert? Well, no, not really, but I do know excellent teamwork when I see it. <laughs> so it's so much easier to get active and live healthier when your friends are there to motivate you with a little friendly competition. Now let's get this game started. Uh -huh. Oh, she's going for the hook shot. Hook shot. That's oh! oh, what I'm talking about. America, let's get healthy together. back to the show and I'm here with Rhonda and we've been talking about her company Strengthening Minds Tutoring and we've been talking about some pretty serious stuff you know we're trying to make sure parents get good information and and know about her company so I kind of wanted to leave on a, a fun note so okay. I just have a few questions to ask you and you can just answer the first thing come to your mind and just kind of lighten up the mood and end on a, a happy note <laughs> Not that what you were saying wasn't happy, but, you know. So, what's your favorite song, Rhonda? My favorite song is Never Would Have Made It with Marvin Sapp. Oh, My yes. Sapp. Yes, that's a good one. And do you like your hair natural or perm? I'm a perm. I can't do the natural. Me too. Yes, I am too. And do you prefer coffee or tea? Coffee. 
Okay, me too. I'm more of a coffee person. Yes, okay. Well, Rhonda, thank you so much. I mean, this has been awesome, and I've enjoyed spending time with you. And I want to remind everybody that if you have a child and you want some extra help, please contact uh, Strengthening Minds, and they'll be more than happy to help you. And again, thank you for joining me today. I hope that you learned something, and I will see you soon. And until next time, have a great day.